Welcome to the Old Republic Podcast. We are a podcast that discusses Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, general sci-fi, and about the stories that inspired a galaxy. Consider this a spoiler warning for everything under the sun and the twin suns in that galaxy far, far away. This is where the fun begins. Well, hello, everyone. Today we are discussing The Last Jedi's hero's journey and... How are you doing, Brian? I am doing well. Uh, just uh, just wrapped up watching uh, another uh, watch through of the Last Jedi shortly, uh, you know, not too long ago. So that was uh, that was exciting, and yeah, excited to be going through the hero's journey of this film again. This one's uh, was a little tricky. If you listen to our last episode about uh, the Force Awakens, uh, that one was a little tricky uh, there. This one's a little tricky too because I think um, in a, in a lot of cases, you know, as we've been going through the stories here, the the Star Wars uh, saga. Uh, you could make the case that there are definitely, you know, uh, some uh, overlap of who the hero is in the story. But this one definitely is broken down into uh, three individual hero stories, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Last Jedi is, you know, like a divisive film. It, it certainly gets people talking. But um, personally, for me, I've always found it to be the most solid movie in the sequel trilogy. I can understand why some people might not like it, um, but there are aspects of it being a missed bag, not missed bag, but mixed bag. But um, yeah, um, I guess, did you see any KOTOR similarities? Um, I the KOTOR similarities that I that I saw, or at least kind of the the links to Kotor here are really kind of revolving around uh, Luke Skywalker um, and kind of the things that he has there, um, the the relic, the the crystal uh, that he has, um, kind of that inlay in the floor there on the 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 cave in Octu, uh, you know, stuff like that, and you know, a couple of those we mentioned in the. Uh, you know, KOTOR is uh, 110% canon or whatever we uh, ended up calling uh, that episode. So those were uh, some fun links there. But uh, story-wise, I didn't pick up on a ton of stuff. But what about you? Was there anything that stood out to you in terms of uh, KOTOR to Last Jedi comparisons? I guess it kind of reminded me like Rey and Kylo's force connection of the force bond. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what stood apart to me. Yeah, for sure. And I kind of... Um... It kind of is similar, I guess, obviously, to uh, Revan and Bastila's uh, Force Bond, although we don't uh, necessarily see it uh, portrayed in exactly the same way. You know, in KOTOR, it's portrayed more as like this uh, kind of like like dream sort of thing, uh, whereas here in The Last Jedi, it's played out more in kind of a kind of a reality uh, based sort of thing um, and kind of kind of in your head. I think uh, Ray even says, you know, get out of my head um, or something like that uh, along those lines uh, in the film, uh, which is kind of a more tie to uh, KOTOR 2, right? So between Freya and the exile. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. Um, so, yeah, there there's connections. I think like in the next few years where maybe there will be more that kind of people recognize kind of organically you know um mm-hmm. so uh the last jedi uh was released in december of 2017 it was directed by ryan johnson um it was originally supposed to be released in may uh you know to 
correlate with uh, all the other Star Wars films up until The Force Awakens, which released in December, but it got pushed back from May. Uh, I guess they didn't want it to overlap the release dates with Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, a film I've still not seen. Uh, Cassie keeps oh, telling man. me to watch it, and I, I still haven't, but they pushed it back, um, and apparently that worked out okay because it ended up making uh, $620 million uh, US, or $1.3 billion worldwide. Um, at the time, it was the ninth uh, highest-grossing film of all time when it released. Um, it was nominated for four Academy awards uh, visual effects original score sound editing and sound mixing um there's not a lot else about like the behind the scenes of the last jedi though because it went pretty smoothly i think it uh it started filming like in uh like at the beginning of the year year uh you know that year and then it wrapped in like june of that year so it was like a very neat very tidy uh kind of thing so not a lot uh, behind the scenes uh, i believe uh, ryan johnson has a uh, book coming out of like his uh, director's notes and uh, stuff like that for the film. I'm not sure when that's supposed to be coming out, but I've seen a lot of people are posting that uh, like screenshots of it uh, up on uh, Amazon to pre-order. So, oh wow, yeah, and that that's cool. So, yeah, it's funny because like the Last Jedi, like it, the title crawl kind of feels like whiplash because it's kind of just like. The last movie like literally ended like five minutes ago. And, <laughs> right. yeah. uh, and I kind of think like, you know, wanting to see that first shot with Luke, I can understand that. I think they could have just stretched the, the rules of Star Wars and started with that scene. And mm -hmm. uh, then maybe like had it like be at least a year later because it kind of just feels like the sequel trilogy. It's like, you have The Force Awakens, and then, like, five minutes later, The Last Jedi, and then a year later, The, um, you know, Rise of Skywalker, and I'm like, this is too much, you know, so uh yeah that's that's true it uh it definitely uh, does move the uh the pace pretty quick here uh through this especially like you said kind of starting off uh straight away so the ordinary world the heroes seen in their everyday life um uh for me it's it's basically the the title crawl right that's kind of the ordinary world and then it just gets right into uh uh what everyone is what everyone's doing right the uh resistance is uh getting ready to uh, uh flee uh the first order is expanding their control and ray is attempting to recruit uh luke skywalker uh to the resistance uh, it says you know kind of kind of those bullet points in the crawl and for me that's uh that's the basically the end of the ordinary world yeah um and then kind of like we kind of see like a lot of people die in the resistance and um yeah like i think hux being made a joke wasn't the best choice in the last jedi but um yeah like the call to adventure i kind of saw that as ray asks luke to be her master and then also poe wants to lead and finn wants to find ray um that's what i saw it as what did you see it as yeah, so the call to adventure is the initiating incident of the story, um, and kind of like you, Cassie, I kind of I kind of went through this for each of the three characters because they're uh, pretty much isolated within within the film, um, and they're each kind of going on this uh, character journey. Um, you know, almost you know fully realized here for these three characters. Um, you could look at like the original trilogy and be like, well, Han's going through a hero's journey, but it's not quite as you know 
pool and you know fluid as luke skywalker's is or you know in the in the prequels right you could say well qui-gon's going on it and so is obi-wan but you know not not quite you know to the same degree but here it seems like they're all going through kind of you know kind of their own uh character journey being fully realized so yeah so for me the call to adventure um is here kind of in this uh initial sort of uh dogfight thing that pose finding himself in and leia orders uh him to to retreat right to uh to pull the forces back and he uh ignores that so uh his call to adventure is uh is her order uh there uh for finn um i think that uh his call to adventure is learning uh that this uh light speed tracking is happening right uh he kind of kind of wakes up after this kind of initial battle uh when everyone's you know gotten off and uh the resistance has fled and he kind of wakes up and uh you know in his uh little uh <laughs> like body bag of uh, back to there that he's in and uh, he goes and finds out that they're being able to be tracked through light speed so i think that's the initiating incident for finn and then uh for ray i thought ray's was a little a little uh trickier but i think that her like specific call to adventure because kind of her ordinary world i guess for this film is that she was going on behalf of the resistance to find luke skywalker um and she kind of accomplishes that you know right at the you know basically at the end of the last film basically um so her, I think that her call to adventure is when Luke Skywalker asks, why are you here? Right. Not not because of resistance on you. Why are why you? Why are you here? Um, and she yeah. says, you know, something has always been inside of me. So I think that that is her actual call to adventure when she has to uh, kind of own up to the reason that she felt so compelled to be the one that went to find Luke. Yeah. Kind of like what I saw as refusal of the call was just like Luke didn't want to train any more Jedi. And then Kylo Ren is called weak by Snoke, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and you kind of see, like, Kylo, like, shatters his masks, his scar has kind of changed from, you know, episode seven. I can kind of understand why they did it, but I'm like, it's so cool when we have things change every five seconds, you know? <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to keep, uh, you know, track. But... We also get to see the origin of green milk at Galaxy's Edge. Um, Luke's regular day. Uh, we get to see that, you know, and Ray is rejected more and more by Luke. So that's interesting. That's right. Yeah, he goes and uh, does some fishing. Uh, he like catapults uh, across a cliff. That looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, so the refusal to the call, the hero experiences some hesitation to answer the call. Um, so here for my kind of kind of trio of characters, and, and certainly you could uh, go through those with uh, Kylo Ren as well. I think that uh, he goes through a, a complete and full uh, journey as well on the other side if you want to um, also bring him into account. But for um, me, the refusal of the call is posed emotion uh there uh you know leia says what are you doing uh you knucklehead i told you to fall back and you didn't and uh now all of our resistance heroes are dead thanks a lot for that uh so he gets demoted that's his refusal of the call for for me uh finn uh his refusal of the call is that he's uh he knows that they're able to be tracked through hyperspace so his his kind of like like adventure that he's setting himself out on is to basically get that beacon out of there so ray doesn't come back and get trapped um so uh, his real refusal of the call then for me is basically the first order, you know, kind of surrounding that fleet and, you know, getting them pinned down. So the fleet is pinned down. That's uh, the refusal from without for Finn that I saw. Um, and then for Ray, uh, it's yeah, it's kind of the, the refusals from Luke and there's a couple of them. But uh, for me, you know, kind of the the pinnacle one there is, uh, you know, she's asked him a couple of times and then finally he's just like, no, I'm not not going to do this because the Jedi need to end.
um, yeah. very, very matter of factly. So that's kind of the kind of the like the capstone of uh, Luke's refusals to Ray. Yeah, and I I did like the part where Le Leia's trying to just tell Poe how to lead, not just how to blow stuff up all the time. Um, and that was always kind of interesting for me. And I think like it seems like Oscar Isaac seems to really like the last Jedi, you know, uh, and I think he had like more to work with here, you know, uh, than maybe mm -hmm. some of the other instances in the sequel trilogy. See, so meeting with the mentor uh, is next here, our fourth step. So the hero gains okay. the supplies, knowledge and confidence needed to commence the adventure. So uh, who are our mentors uh, here and how do those meetings uh, shape up in your eyes, Cassia? Yeah, so meeting with the mentor, uh, Luke teaches Ray and uh, Ray and Kylo are connected. Um, I kind of saw it as the force trying to teach the galaxy new lessons, like connecting light and dark and trying to build something, you know, uh, and I think Luke is, um, he's kind of like at the end of like his evolved Jedi-ness, you know, he's trying to, um, impart like not just the dogma, but, uh, what he sees is like the truth of the force, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's, um, that's kind of what he's, uh, basically come to terms with, I guess, in his, uh, in time of, uh, isolation, uh, right. Just, uh, realizing that. And he goes on to, you know, discuss the, you know, the, the hubris of the Jedi and, uh, basically everything that they've, uh, they've tried to accomplish over the years. It's been a lot of, uh, a lot of failures. So maybe it's the, it's, in the best interest of the galaxy to uh to not have them them around which is a really um interesting kind of thought experiment it reminds me a lot of our uh, conversation that we had about Kraya a couple weeks ago so uh for me the meeting of the mentors so uh for poe um i have here that uh, uh admiral holdo is going to be taking over for leia because i think that uh, uh obviously i think that leia is a mentor for poe but i think that he really takes his uh his real actual lessons from holdo uh here in this film uh finn uh you know meets rose rose uh, uh electrocutes him basically uh, zaps him with that rod come on rose uh he's just trying to get out of there to help ray but uh understandable understandable so uh i think uh, finn's mentor is rose and they're going to meet there uh in the uh in the uh, escape pod bay that she's uh kind of keeping an eye on and then uh ray obviously her uh, mentor in this film is luke and luke uh you know finally agrees to giving her uh three lessons so i think that's kind of uh the moment when luke switches from uh you know being this uh this character who is refusing uh his call refusing ray's call to uh being uh her actual mentor uh in this film yeah yeah because i i kind of agree we get to see uh ho get instructed you know by uh by um Leia and Holdo, uh, Kylo, you know, learns a bit from Ray, learns a bit from Snoke, uh, Ray's learning from Luke, and I would say, I would say also, uh, Kylo Ren, you know, and, um, mm -hmm. I think, uh, Finn and Rose are teaching each other, and, uh, Rose was, like, the sequel trilogy's Lando, I think her and her actress deserved much better, um, I think like there are some aspects that could have been rewritten, like maybe so like the character didn't come across like as like nerdy sometimes, 
but um i i didn't have a problem with it but yeah it it's sad like what you know happened to the actress and to the character yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely uh, <laughs> unacceptable uh, what happened uh, there in that instance. I like Rose as a character uh, quite a bit. I think that she's she's very interesting. Uh, she has that great moment of loss at the very beginning of the film, which is why, you know, of course, she's, uh, you know, very agitated when she sees uh, Finn trying to to abandon ship there, everything that she's uh, fought for and what she's sacrificed uh, for, and they have to come to terms. And yeah, they're going to be able to uh, to uh, teach one another uh, quite a lot over the course of the film. So I think that Rose is a really good uh, mentor for Finn, probably the mentor uh, that he needs because he doesn't he doesn't really get a mentor uh, through the first film, through The Force Awakens, uh, too, too much. Um, you know, Han Solo a little bit, but uh, he's not really kind of learning the lessons. You know, even even through the first film, he's very reluctant. And then, you know, kind of char the character growth that Finn's going to go through uh, here, which we'll get to, you know, sh shortly as we kind of get through more of the, the trials and tribulations of the characters. I don't think that he could have learned that from anyone but Rose. So, yeah, for sure. And... I don't know. Do you do you kind of think it was the Force or Snoke who connected uh, Ray and Kylo? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, it's hard to say, um, uh, because on one hand, uh, you see, I guess, in a in a sense that they they have some sort of connection, and they uh, do. We we saw a little bit of that, you know, some hints of that in in the Force Awakens there when when he captures uh, her, and they're you know uh, going back and forth with uh, trying to do like the the mind probe and kind of kind of that stuff like that. So on one hand, I think it makes sense that uh, that it would just be the two of them. You know, they're intrinsically linked. We find out that they are a Force dyad. You know, by the time the the third film comes around, so certainly I think that it's it could have been them. But I think it would be uh, naive to think that Snoke didn't at least. Uh, know of this was going on or have have some sort of knowledge in it uh snoke seems to be uh some sort of a puppeteering uh type of a character so i think that probably it was uh, just something that uh kylo and ray uh were doing on their own but i feel like snoke probably uh knew that it was happening and uh kind of knew you know ultimately what it would what either lead to or you know kind of let it play out right you kind of uh similar to similar to palpatine you kind of you know, set the set the game in motion and let it play out so i kind of personally thought it was the force but like snoke took credit for it but it's mm -hmm. interesting did we did we cover crossing the first threshold <laughs> uh we did not you tried to uh you tried to cross the first threshold before we uh, met our mentor and that's okay that's okay because uh, sometimes the threshold could be lots of places so step five yeah. crossing the first threshold the hero commits wholeheartedly to the adventure uh let's see so for me uh the the threshold for poe and poe's kind of middle steps here were kind of tricky for me because Poe's like on that ship doesn't like go anywhere right there's no like like mountains to climb or like streams to cross or anything for for Poe right so his uh his steps here crossing the first threshold was a little trickier for me I put for Poe I think his threshold was uh when he uh sneaks Rose and Finn off the ship basically uh kind of gets gets that plan in motion that was uh the threshold for uh Poe for me kind of going behind everyone's back there you know committing wholeheartedly to uh his adventure or maybe to to Finn's adventure um I think Finn's uh threshold is uh landing on canto bite right got to go find the uh red palm bloom and uh you know see if you can get that uh that slicer going so i think canto bite is the threshold for finn uh going into a a new world there and then uh for ray uh 
Raze was tricky too. Um, I think that her uh, threshold to me is when she's taking on these lessons from Luke Skywalker um, and kind of in that very first one uh, when he's trying to teach her about the force, right? And he puts her hand on the rock and the rocks start levitating and then she, you know, kind of immediately goes uh, straight to the dark side as uh, Luke Skywalker say. I think that's her kind of crossing that threshold into the world of the force. Yeah, like I guess I was only able to really see crossing the first threshold uh, for like Rose and Finn making it to Kanto Bite. Mm -hmm. um because it kind of just seems like poe is kind of just in motion you know but maybe it's like not like a literal i guess in a, in some ways like it's like the first leg of the road trip you know uh i right, guess like sure. meeting uh holdo for for poe and then being like oh this is their plan um and then um i guess like was ray kind of getting settled on um her special world octo you know and like learning from luke mm -hmm. and kylo ren that's that's something i saw too yeah for sure um yeah there are a couple of those little thresholds i guess you could say that ray uh crosses there and um you know, speaking with Kylo Ren, I guess you could also um, say that Poe's threshold moment is when uh, there's the explosion on the on the ship, and you know Leia is, is sucked out into the you know vacuum of of space, and he loses that mentor. Um, I guess that could almost be seen as some you know kind of crossing the threshold into the adventure, but um, that's is that's not really is something that poe you know chooses to do or accepts to do or commits to doing it's just kind of something that happens um externally to poe uh which is fine but yeah his his get a little bit trickier because they're all happening you know it's it's within like the the emotions and the mentality of poe more so than than like an actual like physical adventure that you know the rest of these characters are going on yeah and yeah, like The Last Jedi, like, I think, like, some people are, like, I, I think that's a recurring theme, you know, it's, like, some people are cool with it, some people are not, um, you know, um, but I think, like, Canto Bite was kind of, like, a, a big part, like, a big threshold, you know, and it's kind of, like, uh, mm -hmm. we, we kind of see, like, what's the, what's the point you know, of it, even if like the military industrial complex exists in Star Wars, because why wouldn't it, you know, like, uh, I mean, we'll learn this later. It's like the point is to do good, you know, like, uh, and yeah, so mm -hmm. interesting thoughts for later. So, um, yeah, so for test allies and enemies, did you have the the summary for like what that step is? Yeah, so the hero explores the special world, faces trials, and makes friends and enemies. Um, again, uh, Pose is a, a little trickier because he he's not really meeting people. Uh, his his big test, I guess, was uh, you know the demotion and then uh, meeting uh, Admiral Holdo and you know experiencing life underneath of uh, her command when she takes over for uh, Leia there, who's been incapacitated. So uh, that's who I had for Poe. I think um, for Finn, 
uh, Finn and Rose there. They get uh, jailed in uh, Canto Bight. That's kind of the that's kind of the test, and they're going to, you know, meet a uh, ally, a, a shape shifting ally, you know, at the very least, in uh, DJ. And then, of course, they have you know the rest of the 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 police and uh, security uh, forces there on Canto Bight that they're going to have to uh, deal with there um, in that special world. And then uh, for me, you know, Ray has has several because she's with Luke now. She's doing a bit of training, or she's at least you know absorbing these lessons. So she's going through kind of those three lessons. She's uh, off doing her own uh, lightsaber uh, training and going through uh, some different forms of that. And then uh, also having, you know, these interactions with uh, Kylo Ren. So she's uh, beginning to explore and have revealed to her a bit of the backstory of the the history between, you know, Luke Skywalker and uh, Ben Solo. So I think that that is Rey's test allies and enemies uh, kind of section uh, there. But uh, who are... Who, who are your allies and enemies and uh, what are your tests, Cassia? I don't know if I put down specific tests, kind of just like the tests we've mentioned earlier, you know, but we kind of mm. have Ray, Kylo and Luke teaching each other. Um, Finn, Rose and DJ teaching each other and Poe and Holdo teaching each other. That's what I saw. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's all kind of, it's all kind of you know mashed up there and like a like a little bowl of uh test allies and enemies kind of for each of the each of the characters they're all kind of going through through these things you know kind of at the at the same point of the same point of the film so really it's just kind of everything that they're they're dealing with on their own particular uh insular journeys i guess within they're not really pertaining too much to the other characters uh, which is something uh that's kind of interesting uh much more kind of linear uh storytelling for each of these three characters before they ultimately you know come back together um at the end um speaking of uh, uh getting places cassia next up is the approach to the innermost cave the hero nears yeah. the center of the story and the special world so what where are the, where are the innermost caves is is there one are there multiples what do you think I mean, there was a literal cave where Ray there went was. to on Oct There was. There was uh, a hole in the ground. Water came out of it. That's true. She it's sees, creepy looking. It is creepy yeah. looking. She <laughs> sees her parents, you know, Mirror Mirror and uh, Dathan. And then it kind of merges into one person who, in, in silhouette, I think was Ben. But, mm, uh, mm -hmm, or it could have been Ray, you know, like. Uh, but. Approach to the innermost cave, I, I, I said, like, Ray goes to Kylo and Snoke. And then Finn and Rose sneak onto a First Order ship. Um, and Poe leads a mutiny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I uh, I didn't quite have uh, Poe, you know, starting the, the mutiny up yet. I actually had question marks by Poe's because I didn't know what his uh, innermost cave in the story was. I think maybe it's just kind of that at that point when he decides that uh, he can no longer uh, stand by and let uh, Holdo uh, rule. Uh, here I actually have the revolt as his ordeal, which is the next step. Um, for uh, Finn, the approach to the innermost cave, I thought, I thought that that was probably... Um, that stolen ship when they get off of there um, and then he begins to learn those lessons uh, from DJ right about uh, about the arms uh, dealings and and you know all that kind of stuff you know the the military uh, complex kind of learning learning those lessons I think that that's kind of the the center of their story you know en route to uh, the first order uh, star destroyer there um, and then for Ray I had you know obviously obviously the uh, the dark side cavern that she ends up uh, going down and uh, does her cool snaps uh, that's pretty cool um, I think you could probably also make the case that like the first time her and uh kylo ren touch through one of those uh, uh little uh, uh uh force sessions that they're uh having together and then um 
obviously, you know, uh, getting into the little uh, escape pod there on the Millennium Falcon and uh, blasting herself off to uh, to uh, Snoke's ship to uh, go there and uh, confront Kylo Ren and have an actual face-to-face -face conversation, um, I think is, uh, you know, kind of the approach to the innermost cave uh, for our characters there. Uh, the Rashomon thing with uh, Luke, uh, Ben, and... Uh, and um... And uh, Ray was interesting as well. Uh, forgot mm -hmm. to mention that. But then we kind of just see, like, it was out of character for Luke. Like, he only thought about it for a second, you know? Um, and then, like, Luke doesn't approve of, like, them touching hands over the fire, you know? And her head's, like, destroyed, man. Um, and <laughs> it, Yeah, it for sure yeah. gets destroyed, yeah. Uh, Luke, Luke, <laughs> Luke takes it out on that, uh, that hunt, for sure. It's funny because Luke doesn't fall. Um, it's just like a uh, he levitates before he hits the ground, you know. So that's well, yeah. interesting. If yeah. you're gonna do, uh, if you're gonna have the force, you might as well use it for something. Breaking your fall—that seems good. Um, it's kind of the opposite. There's another uh, Kotor uh, uh, <laughs> comparison uh, there on Tatooine. You have uh, Bastila uses the force to push uh, Mission down, and then <laughs> you have Luke using the force to uh, stop himself from being pushed down. So there you go. Yeah. So the ordeal—I kind of saw it as Rose and Finn are caught. Holdo sacrifices herself. And then Ray and Kylo deal with Snoke. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, as uh, as pretty similar here. So the ordeals, the hero faces the greatest challenge yet, and experiences the death and rebirth. Uh, Finn, yeah, uh, captured by the First Order. Uh, that's what I had there. Thanks a lot, DJ, for uh, turning us in. Appreciate that. Uh, Poe, I had, um, as I mentioned in the in the previous one, I had kind of Poe's, uh, uh, you know, revolting against the. Uh, uh, Holdo, right? Uh, starting that up, uh, I had that as kind of the ordeal, um, and then ultimately ends up being, you know, stunned by Leia. Um, so he's quite literally experiencing like a death, uh, kind of in that moment. Um, and then for uh, Ray, yeah, she gets on board there. She has uh, her uh, confrontation with uh, Kylo Ren, and he takes her before Snoke, uh, who tosses her around. Ray gets tossed around a lot here in the first two films. Yeah, for sure. Um, hopefully, her head's okay. You know. That's right. Um. Yeah, so if it sounds like I am going through papers, it's because I am. Um, the Jedi archives right there. The sacred Jedi texts. Um, let's see. Yeah, it is funny that like Ray goes to Kylo, you know, um, and uh, she kind of like put herself in like a little like, I don't know, like snow white coffin almost like and like had a whole another outfit did her hair and everything so i'm like that's an interesting <laughs> choice you made there um after well, yeah, three she's, days <laughs> she's been she's been stuck on that island with luke gotta, yeah, gotta like, fancy herself up there's there's probably yeah there's probably you know change of clothes and stuff on the millennium falcon you're not going to go do that like every day that's a big that's a lot of stairs to go up and down to get down there so for sure and they have porgs on board now so that's good so the ordeal, I kind of saw it as Rose and Finn are caught. Mm -hmm. Holdo sacrifices herself. Ray and Kylo deal with Snoke. Um, and I think like this is like the most interesting part visually of the movie. I think you know like 
it's it's beautiful you know with the the star destroyer like getting cut across you know um and then ray and kylo uh dealing with snoke and uh how they take care of snoke and then how they fight you know um and then uh what what did you think about the ordeal uh yeah so yeah so the ordeal um yeah as uh as i mentioned yeah pose uh is trying to get the uh <laughs> revolting against uh holdo there getting that started uh finn you know captured by the the first order and yeah ray is uh there with kylo ren confronting uh snoke which uh gets us into the reward which is the hero experiences the consequences of surviving death uh so for me i thought i found that one a little bit uh clearer here for poe um so in in the ordeal for me you know poe was there uh stunned uh by leia uh you know kind of uh taking a a, a sacrificial uh death so to speak and then you know reawakens uh rebirth uh on that other uh transport ship you know kind of in time to see uh holdo's sacrifice right he has kind of that uh, dialogue there with leia and then is able to see what uh, holdo's plan was uh here uh so that's uh the reward for poe uh for finn i think that his reward um it was a little less clear, I think, specifically for for Finn. You know, we had him being captured by the First Order there in the ordeal. So I think that the reward for Finn is that uh, he's kind of able to defeat Captain Phasma, right? Uh, she was, uh, I guess, maybe meant to be kind of like the ghost that was haunting him uh, throughout this, potentially. I don't know. Um, but he uh, cracks her uh, uh, face mask open and he's able to see that there was a, a person inside and it's to her that he can uh declare himself uh you know a, a rebel right a member of the resistance so i think that that is the reward for finn he's finally kind of uh you know accepting uh his role uh in this right he's been very reluctant uh thus far to you know fully commit to the cause uh so to speak just looking out for himself and ray uh, and then for ray i think the reward there of uh facing off against uh snoke and uh meeting with kylo uh, obviously of that sweet fight in the throne room uh that's pretty awesome uh snoke has been uh cut in half uh by that lightsabers that's uh that's good that's good uh that's quite the reward there but i think that the big reward for ray really um is she's been able to talk to kylo ren now to ben solo and realize that they're on different paths right their ideals are not going to align in this instance right she went with the hopes that he was going to join her join up with the resistance and that's not going to be the case so i think that her reward is just that knowledge yeah yeah uh yeah for reward i put snoke dies and the massive first order ship is destroyed is it called the supremacy i always forget Uh, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah, so, um, I also do have to say that I did like the, the scene with, uh, Luke, um, talking with Yoda, and it's like the greatest teacher failure is, uh, we are mm what they grow mm -hmm. beyond, you know, um, and then... Phasma actually does something. Uh, did we see her eyebrow? Um, I don't know if you can see her eyebrow. You definitely, you definitely see her eye. Um, uh, there is that that mask. It's cracked open. But yeah, I was like, do we have a canonical blonde person in Star Wars? But who knows? Um, like by which I mean blonde woman, you know. But because there are mm -hmm. plenty of blonde, mm -hmm. you know, guys and stuff like in. And I mean, like, I'm separating, um, let's see what it is, uh, movies from 
TV shows, but uh, yeah, it's funny. Hux almost shoots Kylo Ren. It, it, I don't know. He's a he's a schemer, you know. Um, and then, yeah, it is interesting because after this moment, we still have a lot of movie left, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, for like. Sure. Uh, the road back, I put the battle on crate. Uh, Ray and Kylo separate. You know, uh, what did you put for the road back? Yeah, so the road back, the hero returns to the ordinary world or continues to an ultimate destination. I just wrote crate. Uh, that's where uh, the resistance is going to land. That's where uh, Finn and Rose are going after they uh, they hop off board the uh, the star destroyer that's uh, blowing up there, and that's where uh, Ray is making her way to. Uh, as well as soon as she uh, can uh, get picked up there. So yeah, I think the, the road back is just everyone uh, going back to crate, and we're finally going to get these uh, storylines to tie together a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So so they fight. It's a it's a cool looking battle. Um and the red on the salt looks cool and I do love the quote not fighting what we hate saving what we love. Uh mm -hmm. then Luke appears with Han's dice, you know. Um Luke stalls so they can escape and he dies and I, I kind of, I don't know. I, I, I really personally uh, like the resurrection step because uh, the resistance survives, and so does Finn. Luke dies to give the galaxy and the resistance hope. You know, like I think a lot of people didn't like how uh, Luke was handled in the Last Jedi. I can kind of understand some of it, but I'm actually okay with like Luke dying most of all you know um it just seemed kind of mythic you know mm -hmm. um and cambellian but what did you think uh yeah i think uh luke's uh passing on uh into the force i think is great i think that it works perfectly for his character and um i think that uh in this instance uh yeah the resurrection steps here for our characters are tremendous i like them a lot uh here in the story so um yeah in addition to to luke there who also you know goes through quite a character journey you could probably do uh one of these uh for him as well if you uh felt so inclined but getting that lesson you know from from yoda and then you know uh, his sacrifice that harkens back to uh you know obi-wan kenobi in the very first film the very first lesson uh that he gets from the jedi right is uh, you know, strike me down and I'll become, you know, more powerful, right? He, he can be more powerful as being one with the Force, and Luke kind of finally is uh, taking taking those final lessons from his master. I think that that's, uh, that's uh, really, really beautiful. So uh, what about uh, our three uh, mains here? So we got Poe. So Poe, for his resurrection step, I have, he's getting his uh, kind of final lesson from Leia, um, and she, you know, is uh, saying, okay, you learned you learned all your things now. You're the leader, so lead the way. F uh, follow those uh, crystal foxes. Uh, Finn, of course, you know, he survives that crash um, and gets his final lesson from Rose, right? So, um, you know, Rose is... Uh, telling him yeah to you know fight for the the things that you love not for, you know not against the things that you hate so uh he's taking his final lesson there and uh ray is uh, uh 
taking uh, the lessons of uh, of the Force, I guess, that she's uh, learned from Luke and quite literally using the Force to save the Rebellion, right? So he's uh, passed on uh, that knowledge, becoming one with the Force um, and passing that on to her um, as uh, potentially the last Jedi, depending on how you want to want to use it. But, um, you know, she makes the, uh, or Luke Skywalker makes the lines, you know, that, you know, being a Jedi is not about uh, moving rocks, but that's uh, literally what she's doing um, at the end here to save the Resistance, so. Yeah, um, it's it's an interesting kind of last few scenes in Star Wars. So we do have our ending, you know, on the Falcon. And then we kind of have the uh, looking up to the stars ending. And both endings are great, you know. Uh, <laughs> it One note I did just make, because I thought it was hilarious. Ray and okay. Poe meet. And Poe mm -hmm. says, I know. Uh, they were almost an item in the original episode nine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, that would have been a, a different way to to take it. That would have definitely been uh, some sort of uh, I don't know, an interesting way uh, for those characters to interact, especially you know because she had um, you know, such kind of a, a close bond with Finn uh, there, particularly in the in the first film. Um, and then, you know, his journey gets kicked off basically as a desire to to save her from, uh, you know, being captured to suffering the same fate as the rest of the resistance. So uh, that would have been interesting. That would have been an interesting uh, return. So uh, speaking of returns, return with the elixir, the hero returns with something to improve the ordinary world. Uh, the resistance lives to fight another day. Uh, the Jedi archives did not burn down in that tree. That's good. Or the uh, the Jedi text, I guess, not the Jedi archives. I guess that is the Jedi archives. It's all that's left of them, maybe. Um, and then, yeah, you get the uh, you get the hope of uh, another another uh, dose of uh, daylight. Right. Um, it's like uh, the sun, you know, if you only believe in it when you can see it, then uh, that's good. And then, of course, you get uh, Broom Boy. Could have done the uh, Hero's Journey for Broom Boy. Uh, that would have been good. Um, I like he's wearing uh, Rose's uh, ring there. Uh, with a little uh, Rebel Alliance uh, symbol on it. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, that ends uh, The Last Jedi. Yeah. So, um, yeah, some people love it. Some people hate it. Uh, some people are mid on it. But yeah, uh, there's the hero's journey for that film. So uh, any other final thoughts from you, Brian? No, just... um. I was excited to watch The Last Jedi. It's it's actually probably the the Star Wars film that I've watched the most over the last five or six years, probably. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's it always good to just go back and uh, rewatch that one. It's um, uh, it's fun. My uh, my wife asked me last night. I was watching it, and she's like, "Why are you <laughs> you're starting with this middle one?" And I was like, "Well, we're we're talking about it on the show, but yeah, it's uh, it's uh, I'm pretty high on it. So I was excited to go back and and look at these steps and the interesting thing so far, and we'll see how." Uh, the Rise of Skywalker ends up going is uh, the hero's journeys in the sequel trilogy are not quite as clear cut as as they were. I think that uh, they're definitely still there, but um, I think it takes a lot more you know thinking about uh, than than I was expecting to do for these films. So that's been interesting. It's been an interesting uh, kind of experiment uh, here going through these uh, newer films, too. So, yeah, that's about it. For sure. Um, yeah, so... I guess that's it for today, but uh, may the force be with you always. The Old Republic podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, as well as everywhere else that Anchor Podcasts are distributed. 
Subscriptions, reviews, and shares help us out. And if you want to connect with the podcast on Twitter, we can be found at Old Republic Pod. And if you want to connect with me, I can be found on Instagram at Astro underscore Droid underscore. You can find us on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Old Republic Podcast. Our intro and outro themes were composed by Dennis S. Mowers at DennisSMowersMusic.com. This episode of the Old Republic Podcast has been brought to you by Nikki Dog from Patreon. May the force be with you. We will be back soon. Bye for now.